Before we get started, we have a special announcement. One of our Geminis, or actually our only Gemini, <laughs> her birthday is coming up. Um, and we want to wish her a very, very happy birthday, a nice trip around the sun, a lot of relaxation and things to um, accomplish this year. Um, so with all that being said, <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to take that one because both of y'all was on two different tracks. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> but I'm going to take that one. That's why I stopped. That's why I stopped. <laughs> it's the, the happy birthday behind the message. Thank happy you. Happy birthday, girl. Happy I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you. And I have your, like I said, I have your gifts, so I'll be I'll, we'll have to meet up so I can give it to you. Okay, for sure. For sure. So, like we always do around this time, Marcy, how was your week? My week was good. Like I said, I was planning last week, I was planning what I was gonna do for my birthday. And so so far, I was gonna go to Catalina, I was gonna camp, I didn't end up doing either. Um, I still might go to Magic Mountain though, because I've been really wanting to do Magic Mountain for some reason. I'm like a big kid. Um, and then writing down my goals for this next year, every year I write down seven. Um, and then I'll look back at my journal to see if I reached all seven. So last year I reached six, this year I reached five. So, um, I went backwards a little bit, but I'm still pleased with myself because we were in a pandemic. And I still reached mm -hmm. five of my goals. Yeah. So, good. you know, with everything closed and, you know, um, the one that I did not reach was weight loss. <laughs> I, I did lose weight from the weight because I, I weigh myself. I measure myself. So I am smaller than I was last year, but I didn't lose the amount of weight that I wanted to, which is okay. Um, so my week was good. It was just really, really focused on me and this next coming year that I'm about to have and what I'm going to do to make myself better than I was this last year. So what about you, Miss Tracy? How was your week this last week? <clears throat> my week was good. Um, I got license plates, um, my permanent license plates. So I was able to put those on the car. Um, I also, um, like I was sharing with you guys earlier, I found a bottle of wine <laughs> that said love Olivia, which Olivia is my mom's name. So I had to get those bottles. They have it in peach. They have it in um, watermelon. It was at Trader Joe's. So I was oh, like, I have to get this. Um, what else did I do? That's basically it. I've been reorganizing stuff because think, you know how things get all crazy. So my freezer was all it was just crazy. So I had to take everything out and I reorganized the freezer, got rid of a few things that 
you know, breads, because I freeze my bread too. So there was some breads in there that I hadn't, I hadn't looked at in a while. It hasn't been that long, maybe a few months, but I knew that I wasn't going to eat those breads anymore. So I um, tossed them out. But yeah, my week was good. How about yours, Devin? Actually, I had a great week. Um, I was preparing um, for the tennis tournament that was this Saturday. Um, Mm -hmm. So the Antelope Valley Tennis Association, they put on um, single matches, men and women in doubles matches. Um, So Saturday, I entered into the quarterfinals um, and I made it to the semifinals. Hey, congratulations. Morning. I played in the finals and I got a trophy. Oh my God. Yay. Congratulations. Well done. Well done. Did you play by yourself or were you playing with a partner? Oh no, singles. Um, okay. So, um, yes, pretty excited about it. There you go. That's pretty Um, good. Good for you. Thank you. I was happy about it. Um, and I got a lot of, um, praise. A lot of people that saw me play previously had expressed how, um, much improvement they saw, like way, way improvement. So I thought that was great. Um, so I was happy about congratulations. And you're working with, um, you're working with a coach, right? Well, when I was living in um, the Valley area, I did work with a coach a couple of times to kind of like perfect some of my hits or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then practice my serve. Um, but since I've, you know, moved, I haven't, been working with any coach i just kind of okay you know playing and looking at youtube clips and seeing what i could do on the court and analyzing people Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. pretty happy about it but yeah other than that let's go ahead and get started 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 the pause 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 so this week on the pause um it's actually an interesting kind of topic our show rather um this week we celebrated a coworker's baby shower, and you know, with the baby showers, you play all these different games, um, mm-hmm. like the what is that sixty ten one, and you can't cross your yeah. legs, and mm-hmm. all that. so this particular one, um, they asked for a baby picture of yourself. So I kind of dug and was looking for one, and I found you know a childhood picture, and I was just looking at myself and analyzing you know the insecurities that I probably still struggle with now, and wonder if I was pitting that on myself as a kid. And I called you guys, or actually we had in our text group. I was like, hey, do you guys have any baby pictures or young pictures of yourself? If so, pull them out because I want us to give our younger self advice about love, life, and finance. What would you tell yourself back then um, that you've learned over over the time that you've been here so far? Um, this is Tracy Libra. <clears throat> Basically, I would tell my younger self, you don't have to worry about anything. Let your inner being, the breath of life guide you. Now, do know though, younger self, <laughs> You will go through some things in relationship, life, and finances. Allow them to help you grow and evolve because you are going to be just fine. That's what I would tell my younger self. Oh, thanks, Tracy. That's perfect. Marcy? And for me, I would tell my younger self that it is okay to walk to the beat of your own drum. It is okay to be different than other people. 
it is okay to have your own ideas and want to do things your way and that it does not matter what your outside looks like. It's who you are inside. What are you doing to help other people? What are you doing to help yourself? Um, Don't let the thoughts of other people make you feel less than or that you're not good enough. Um, And take those words and grow up and be great. And don't let any of that stuff, you know, make you feel, like I said, less than. Because I grew up a lot of years, and I would say it's not until recent years, late 30s, that I started growing out of that. And um, yeah, that's what I would tell myself. Perfect. I think I would tell the younger Devin um, to stop comparing yourself to other people um, and to live in your your truth early in your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty good. But I, I want our listeners, sorry. <laughs> I felt you. I, I did too. To pull, pull out an older picture of themselves and actually talk to your talk to yourself and ask yourself, well, not ask yourself, give yourself advice on love, life, and your finances. And be open and honest. It, you know, could be helpful to kind of see what you find um, as um, insecurities, excuse me, and how you overcome them and how, if you can, you move stronger, you, you do things in a different way without always holding on to that baggage that you had when you were a younger kid as an adult. Um, I think a lot of us tend to still have um, traumas or issues that we necessarily didn't deal with when we were younger. So we are these sheltered, different type of individuals as an adult. Um, and we could break that. So mm-hmm. I know it was short, but I do think it would be good homework for you guys to do so. Um, and let me know exactly um, how that worked for you. Um, until then, like I always say, until we're equally balanced, you can catch me next week on The Pause. 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 And now, Metaphysics with Mercy. Peace, peace, everybody. Welcome to the birthday edition. Of, I'm just making up something. <laughs> Metaphysics <Okay>. with Marcy. <laughs> it's not even my birthday yet. It's tomorrow. <laughs> but today's topic is going to be, as you just heard, all those numbers. Who remember? First of all, let me ask. I know I just aged myself, but with that little intro y'all just heard, who remembers that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I see Devin looking because he was an '80s baby, so I'm gonna go with no for him. Tracy, do you remember that? that? <laughs> I do. I have to hear like I have to hear the actual song, but it it sounds very familiar. I do remember. Okay, so back in the day, I don't know if you guys remember our older listeners, Schoolhouse Rock, Sesame yeah. Street. 
electric yes, company. There were things that came on TV that my mom would set me and my brother in front, down in front of the TV when we were little, little, three, four, five. And you would learn certain things. Like I learned what a bill was from me too. Schoolhouse Rock. So did I. <laughs> so did I. You know, I can still <laughs> quote the whole song, you know. So that <laughs> song that we just heard was about numbers because today we're talking about numerology. So have you ever found yourself gazing at the clock and then you'll see 1111 or 555 or 333 or 123 or you'll notice it on a billboard or a a license plate or you look at your phone, you'd notice these numbers. Have you guys ever done that? I do that almost every day with 1111, 111. Either one of those, I see those both times of the day. So. Five five five, um, three three three. Those are the ones I see the most. I do see two twos as well. Four twos. Sometimes it's four ones. Sometimes it's four or two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it is those sequences of numbers. Okay. So a lot of times when you see the same repetitive numbers over and over, we like in the numerological world or the metaphysical world, we like to call those angel numbers. So we all have a set of angels that follow us along our path our entire life. Obviously you can't see them, but sometimes you can feel them. And a lot of times, most times they're speaking to you through numbers. So it's important for us to know our personal numbers. So that way we can see when our angels are trying to talk to us and tell us and give us messages. So 11, or I should say the number one, um, magnified, which is 11. So anytime you have, let me start off with saying, anytime you have one number times two, meaning 11, 22, 33, and so forth, that's known as a master number. You do not reduce those. Now, I was talking to my Reiki master the other night about, you know, I was going to do this today. And she was telling me that, you know, things change as time goes on. So it used to be when I first got on my numerological path that any double number is considered a master number. She's now telling me that it stops at 33. So it's only 11, 22, and 33 that are master numbers. So I'm going to tell all my listeners, it's whatever you vibrate to. If you feel like it's just 11, 22, or 33, don't, you know, you definitely don't reduce those numbers. But if you continue on with 44, 55, 66, 77, 88, 99, and you feel like those are master numbers, don't reduce those either. I'm going to continue on my path with that thought process because that's how I learned was that all double numbers are master numbers and you don't reduce them. So what is reducing? So when you're doing numerology, all you're going to do is you want to get to a root number. So what that is, is whatever the number is that we're about to calculate, you're going to reduce it to one number. So let's say, for example, my birthday. We're their first. So let me, I'm, I'm all over the place because I have so much information for you guys, but we're going to talk about five different numbers today, your personal year, your life path, your destiny or expression, your personality and your soul urge number. Okay. So your personal year is your age, your birth, you know, however old you are, you add those two numbers together, because if you think about it, you are the age that you are one time in your life. That's it. I'm never going to be 47 again. So that means that this specific age, it means something. It means that, and and think about like milestones in your life. 
For example, when I was 17, I had a child. I can never go back and change that. It's always going to be 17. When I was 36, I joined the temple. That's a milestone in my life. So that's also a personal number of yours. So as I said, let's start with me, 47. I'm going to be 47 tomorrow. Four plus seven is 11. 11 is a master number, which equals to manifestation. So anytime you see the number 11, they say you're supposed to focus on something you want to manifest and it's going to come that much quicker. 111, 101, 11, 11. Anytime you see those numbers, think of something you want to manifest and it's going to come to you that much quicker. So <clears throat> as I said, also, I had a child at 17. So to me, I'm going to read you some attributes of that. So one plus seven is eight. The number eight resonates with the influence and vibrations of authority and personal power, self-confidence, inner strength, thoroughness, dependability, self-reliance, practicality, consideration, inner wisdom, truth, good judgment, problem solving. And there's a million other more definitions here that I got from numerology.com. But think about that. I had my child in an eight year and I need all those attributes to become a parent, a good parent. Mm. So if you really get down to it and you actually do your numbers and do your work, like what I'm about to, we're about to go through, you can actually figure out some stuff about yourself and you'll be like, oh, wow. So today when we're talking about this, I am going to use my own personal numbers. And, and so you guys learn a little bit about me too. So do you guys have any questions before we get started on this? No. Okay. So this form of Western numerology was developed by Pythagoras. Pythagoras was a brilliant Greek philosopher in the time fifth century before Christ. His theory was that there was a quantifiable relationship between numbers and musical notes, and that vibrations in stringed instruments could be mathematically explained. So that's exactly why when you guys have heard me talk about, oh, if you listen to the sound of F like Frank, it'll unblock your throat chakra. It's the same exact theory that we talked about some episodes ago. Musical notes, numbers, all of this is metaphysics, you guys, and it makes us who we are. So the first one we're going to do, actually, let me rewind a little bit. I'm going to give you a key of numbers, but if you don't want to write down all these keys, I'm going to tell you that there's a website that you can go to where you just plug in your full name and it'll give you the number that you want. And that website is numerologyworks.com. That's N like Nancy, U, M like Marcy, E, R, O, L, O, G, Y, W, O, R, X.com. That website, as I said, you can look up your the five that we're going to go over and it's going to ask you for your full name and it'll give you the numbers that you need instead of you writing them down. However, if you want to write them down, I'm going to give you a second to get a pad and a piece of paper. I mean, a pen and a piece of paper, a pad and a paper is the same thing. <laughs> so you'll get a pen and a paper and I'm going to give you the number key that Pythagoras came up with. Okay, so A is equal to one, B is equal to two, C is equal to three, 
D is equal to four. E is equal to five. F like Frank is equal to six. G is equal to seven. H is equal to eight. I is equal to nine. J is equal to one. K is equal to two. L is equal to three. M is equal to four. N like Nancy is equal to five. O is equal to six. P is equal to seven. Q is equal to eight. R is equal to nine. S is equal to one. T is equal to two. U is equal to three. V is equal to four. W is equal to five. X is equal to six. Y is equal to seven. And Z is equal to eight. Thank you guys for your patience while doing that. So you could either do it this way where you do your own calculation or again, numerologyworks.com will ask you for your full name and it'll give you spit out the number for you. So we just did our personal year, which is your age. We're going to move on to our life path number. Okay. So our life path or life lesson is if you're going to Google it or look it up, it may also be known as that is calculated from your full birth date. This single digit is your individual life path number. Your life path number is like your astrological sun sign. It reveals your greater purpose, including strengths, weaknesses, talents, and ambitions. So for me, my birth, my full birth date is 524-1974. When you reduce it all the way down to one number, I'm a five. So if anyone else is a five, we're on the same page. So our life path number for fives is the number of freedom and change. Those with life path number five tend to be adventurous and free-spirited people. You are much more likely to crave change and new life experiences because of your upbeat personality, you are likely to motivate others. Your curious, flexible, and impulsive nature will draw you towards travel and other exiting, I said exiting, exciting pursuits. Be wary of overstretching yourself and overreaching in your search for freedom. I am going to go on the record and say that is me to a T. Would you guys agree? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you said reduce your number. How do you do that? From your so birthday? let's say if you have 25, right? So like if you're, you take your first, like from mine, mine is 524-1974. So I'm going to go five plus two plus four plus one plus nine plus seven plus four. When you reduce it all the way down, it goes to 14. One plus four is five. So my life path number is number five. Are you guys doing your calculations right now? I see both your little heads down like. Well, I haven't even finished because I didn't get a, I couldn't find my pen. <laughs> so oh, I'm okay. trying to type it in. That's okay. So I'm going to go on to the next one, which is our destiny or our expression number. This comes from adding all the letters in your name, first, middle, last, and by reducing each name to a single digit and adding up the total. So what I would suggest if you're going to do this manually is you get a piece of paper, write down your full birth name, first, middle, last. 
using the number key that I gave you earlier, write the numbers on top of each value of each number. So that way it's easier when I'm telling you, okay, so on this time, we're only going to do the consonants. This time, we're only going to do the vowels. This time, it's your full name. It'll be easier for you to calculate what your personal numbers are. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Devin, you look a little confused. I'm doing my um, calculations. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <up> the website. <laughs> okay. It's so much easier that way because you put in your full name and then it just tells you, boom, this is what you are. You don't have to worry about adding. You don't have to worry about doing any of the extra stuff. So for me, while you guys are doing that, I'm going to read what my destiny or expression number is. So derived from all the letters of your full name at birth, your expression or destiny number symbolizes the opportunities you have at your disposal. It reveals your inner goal, the person you aim to be, and the talents, abilities, and shortcomings that were with you when you entered this human body. So for me, my expression slash destiny number is eight. The eight expression number indicates you are ambitious, disciplined, and hardworking. All true. These qualities, along with being a good and efficient planner and, tend and a tendency to see things the way they truly are, often result in great success in whatever field you choose to work in. Be wary of being too stubborn and intolerant of others and try to keep the right balance in all your pursuits. Nail on the head for MJ. I do tend to have a little impatience with ignorant people. Um, and that's typically at work that happens. So I'm working on that. I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. So our next <laughs> number <laughs> is going to be our personality number. The personality number is derived from the consonants of your full name at birth. Your personality number offers an insight of how others see you, not how you actually are, but how you present yourself to the world. The influences, the characteristics you project, and it indicates how others are most likely to see you before they even get to know you at all. Just the outwardly, like if someone was to pass me and or not even pass me, like I would say a coworker, because a lot of times you don't really befriend coworkers. So it's just people you see at work. So based on what they see of you at work, this is how they perceive you. So again, this is just the consonants in your names using the number key or numerologyworks.com, the personality number, it'll give you your number. Mine is nine. So those with a personality number nine give off a charismatic and somewhat aristocratic appearance. People see you as being in control with positive and idealistic opinions and ideas. And as such, you can inspire and influence those around you, gaining following and admiration. Be wary of seeming arrogant and above others, though. I don't feel as though I come across that way, but others may feel that way that I do. Mm -hmm. Because again, this is how others see you, not right. how I yeah. actually am. So I could, so, and, and to be very honest, I could see somebody seeing me like that. What were you going to ask, Dean? Oh, I was going to say my life path is a five. Oh, so we're the same. Yeah. So I agree. Did you want me to read it again? Oh, no. It, okay. Um, I I agree with it. I think okay. when you were saying it, like I can see that in myself also. 
Okay, that's because we're twinning. (laughs) (laughs) So the last one we're going to get into is the soul urge number or your heart's desire number. And it comes from strictly the vowels in your name. So your heart's desire or your soul urge number, if you're going to Google it, it could be known as both, is your inner you, your true motivation, your inner cravings and urges, likes and dislikes, things you may not necessarily show the outer world, but you within yourself know. So again, this is just the vowels of your name. And for me, I am an eight on this as well. So the eight hearts desire number indicates you are more likely to be drawn to material comforts, money, and even power and influence. Your ambition and determination coupled with the creative mind and the ability to visualize the bigger picture all combined to help you succeed where others may fail. You know, as much as I'd like to be like, I'm not drawn to material comforts, I absolutely am. I absolutely am. I mean, I think about my shoe collection. That is the number one material comfort. I don't need all those Jordans, but I like them. Um, Money. I don't know about power and influence. I don't know that I crave that, but I like to have money because I like to shop. Mm-hmm. And you need money to shop. So I would agree with that somewhat. <laughs> I, I absolutely would agree with that. So you are you having all of the vowels from your first and last name or just your whole name? Oh. Mm-hmm. This whole the every calculation is your full birth name that's on your birth certificate. First, middle and last. Because if you only do your first and last, that's not the energy that you were brought into this world with. You were brought into the world with three, if if you have a middle name, you were brought into this world with three names. So you need the energy of all of that, not just your first and last. So that's a nine. I have a nine. Okay. So I don't have the key for all the numbers, but did you go on um, numerology works? Yeah, I'm going to pull it. I'll pull it up right now. Yeah, because on there, so while you're doing that, I just want to advise everybody that these personal numbers that I'm giving to you are yours and yours for you only. And what I mean by that is there's no one else that has your name at the time you were born on the day that you were born. I mean, it's possible, but I don't know if it would be the exact same spelling at the exact same place at the exact same time. So all these things are personal to you. Tracy, did you have a question? Are you, can you do mine for me? The last one, which one, the, the, um, the heart's desire, mm-hmm. like all the love, <laughs> the heart's desire the love vibration, because yeah. I feel like I'm, I, I missed something when I was trying to do it. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do this. You know, my middle name, right? You know how to spell my middle name? Okay. Of course. But if yes. So we are going to go, give me two seconds. I'm putting it in the um, numerology works, which we will take sponsorships um, (laughs) happily. (laughs) Okay. So let's see, Tracy, you are, it's going right now. You are seven. Oh, okay. That's funny. The seven hearts desire number indicates you are more likely natural introverted and have a tendency to seek quiet, private environments. Your inquisitive, abstract, and theoretical mind draws you towards introspection, the love of knowledge, 
philosophy, and deeper understandings of all things in life. Nail on the head. (laughs) Bam, bam, bam again. Yes, for sure. Would you agree? What does it call the the, the gavel, the the judge gaveling or whatever? Yes, Uh, yes. I do. I do agree with that. Like that's what started laughing because I'm like, oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Spot on, spot on. Okay, so it's it's if I go onto that website, then I can just do everything yeah. that you were talking about. Uh-huh. Well, okay. when you go to the website, the, the main page gives you all the different ones. It says, okay. yeah, it'll say expression destiny number calculator, heart's desire calculator, personality number calculator. It has them all right there on the face page as soon as you okay. get, get there. Yeah. Okay. So... That is pretty much all I have this week for numerology. Throughout the week, check back on our page, you guys, because I'm going to be posting some stuff, the attributes of numbers and what they mean. Actually, not some of them, all of them. So that way you can know for life path one, it's this. Life path two, it means this. And just Mm -hmm. the vibration that certain numbers tend to run towards. So when you do your, your personal number, your year number, you can see, okay, this year, I'm going to have a seven year. And what that means for me is change or because there's um each number vibrates to something. So mm-hmm. there's a, I want to say it's the number four, but I'm not accurate. I'm not exactly sure, but it says that it's change. And a lot of times you'll start looking for that change. If you know that number, it could be a job. It could be a place of residence. It could be friends. It could be boyfriends, girlfriends. But you'll notice you'll start looking. Once you start learning who you are, just through metaphysics, things like this, you'll start looking for it. And even like when you do the lottery, I don't know if some of you play the lottery and the numbers, you'll start using your numbers. I don't personally do it. My mom does. My dad does. I I think so, too. You'll start using your personal numbers and your pickings. So. That is all that I have for metaphysics with Marcy today. If you guys have any questions for me, please hit us on our social medias. I'd be more than happy to answer any question you might have. So with that, I say peace. Peace. And now the love vibration. Welcome to the vibration. So Devin, do we have any questions today? (laughs) Yes, we do. So first question Hey, two Libras and a Gemini, enjoying the podcast. Also wanted to let you know that they've tried, oh, they tried the bathing gloves. Oh, and okay. They, they love, love them, actually. Um, cool. So the question is, um, me and my man have an interesting thought-provoking conversation. This one was about bra and panties in a bikini. He asked me, would I be comfortable walking around in my bra and panties in front of company? I said no. And he said, why? You do it in the bikini and it's covering the same areas. I want to know what your take on this is. For me, no. I, I, no way. Because to me, bra and panties are like, it's, yeah, it's more intimate. Like it's, it's private to me. It's, it's their, the material's different. <laughs> You know what I mean? It just, it looks different to me. So I agree with her. I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. What about you, Mars? Yeah, same thing. It's, but again, it's also, 
I agree with what you're saying. It is intimate. The material's different. There's lace, there's this and that, but there are some bathing suits that are like that. So it's basically what society has put on. Well, because we call this a bathing suit, it's more acceptable mm-hmm. than it would be if it was a bra and panties. And mm-hmm. you're going out in front of your friends. Cause if you're at a pool party and my man and his friends are there and I walk out in my little sarong and you know, whatever, and my little outfit, it's not going to be a big deal. But if I came out in a bra and some panties, it's going to be a big deal because of what we've put on the bra and panty versus that's true. That's a true. bathing suit. So, mm-hmm. but I do agree with everything you said. Yes. What about you, D? What about you, D? It just reminds me of um, the Players Club, the movie. Um, mm. So there was a scene um, when Lisa Ray and I forget her name, Monica Coolhan, I believe. Calhoun. Calhoun. Um, mm-hmm. They were in a scene and Monica's character had on her panties while her while Lisa Ray's boyfriend was there in the apartment. And I think it just boils down to the setting. Mm-hmm. In in that particular setting in home, you're not going to wear your bra and panties out when there's company because that's considered undergarments, right? Mm-hmm. But if, like Marcy said, me, you, Tracy, and maybe our mates, we all went to the beach, then we're expecting bathing suits and things of that nature. So it, it, it's all about the setting. So mm-hmm. I would say no. And um, what I was telling, I think when I saw this question, excuse me, a friend of mine, we were talking about it. Um, He lives in Vegas and he has a roommate. And he was saying that even if his roommate had company, he would still walk around in his boxer briefs. And I said, that's disrespectful because you don't know their relationship. You're just walking around. I know it's your home, but you just can't be lounging around in those garments showing everything you know what I mean you gotta you gotta be mindful about what you're doing right and I was just about to say that Devin too I was gonna say boxer well you said boxer briefs but they do show everything (laughs) so you know what I mean that would be a little bit (laughs) it ain't holding nothing in (laughs) so so yeah I um yeah I, I I'm I'm there with that I'm there with that. So was there another question, Devin, since that one was pretty short? <laughs> yeah, there's another question that came in. <laughs> it's <laughs> It says, hello to LG. Why is it okay for men to pass gas in front of the women they are with, but you sure better not do it? Hell, women don't want to smell their gassy asses either. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like a little kid right now um honestly I think it's because men put women up on a pedestal and they feel like anything like that is is a turnoff is gross and disgusting even though it's a it's a natural body function um I don't know why, but they do because men do, you know, little boys do gross things when it comes to that. Just imagine when you were little and your cousins and all. Yeah. So I, that's what I think. I just think that it's how they look at women. And I've even had a cousin tell me that he, if a woman ever does that, he goes, that's a turnoff to me, you know, and stuff like that. So I, 
That's the only thing I can think of. What about you, Mars? <laughs> well, I want to know who said it was okay for men to do that. That's <laughs> first and foremost, because that is not okay. In my household, the way I grew up, I'm gonna tell y'all, let me tell y'all, listen. My <laughs> parents have been together 50 years this year, married and together 50. My mom will kid, can we 54? I think she still will not do that in front of my dad. Period. Devin. So since they've been together for so long, do you think they're at did they ever get to that stage where they were um comfortable using the bathroom in front of each other? Oh god, yeah. I've seen that. The door open, cat, blah blah, blah. Curtis, da, da, da. Yes. <laughs> I've seen that. Okay. So so what if you're, you know, using the restroom and, you know, little air comes out while you got the door well, open? That's for my thing? mother, <laughs> I don't think so. Because for her, <laughs> she ain't sitting with the door open just having a full conversation with my dad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. This is not the father from, from Friday. This, not, this is not that. <laughs> Somebody opened the window. Yeah, oh this my is God. not that. She might open the door and say something and then close it back is what I mean. Okay. But mm. she she just, uh, and, and the same with my dad. They're not just sitting there with the door open like, so how was your day today, honey? Like, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not what's going on. You know what's um, odd? It almost seems like they want that to be the norm because after looking at a few different homes, the master bathroom is so open where you have like your two double vanities, you have the tub, mm-hmm. the shower, mm-hmm. and then you have this little room, like mm-hmm. a little door that just has the toilet. So they, they call it the water room or something like that. I'm not sure what it's called, but I know it's just like a little, I've, the ones that I've been seeing, there's just like a, a, a little room basically with the toilet and that's it. Mm-hmm. Nothing else is in there, but the rest of it is open. So I wonder if, you know, they're trying to, you know, get us to be more comfortable in that, that, that way. Well, it's possible. I am. It, it I'm is not possible. doing it. Personally, <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. Hello. I'm it's like, me. that's what I was going to say. I agree with Marcy. It's not okay that they do it too. But you know, the per- the question was, why is it, a- why do they feel like it's okay? You know what I mean? And then it's not, it- that's disgusting. You know what I mean? It's like, nobody wants to smell Nobody wants to know. No, they don't. Like I was saying, I was always raised that way. Like, you don't do that. Me and my brother Brian, shout out BJ. We both um, were taught, like, you don't do that. Although my brother, (laughs) he didn't care. He would just do it and it'd be like, ew, Marcy. (laughs) And Brian, there you go. What did I say? Don't you take this out either, Brian. Our our brother (laughs) of this show. Leave it in there. Leave it in there. He he did that. And, you know, because they're little boys. But we Mm -hmm. both were actually taught that, like, that's not okay. Like, and if you do, you say, excuse me. Or you get up and you excuse yourself and you go do what you need to do somewhere else. Yeah. So I never thought that was okay. Yeah. No, there was a lady to work with. She was from a different country. I'm trying to think. She was from Iran, I think. And she told me she's like crazy. She goes, if I have to do, I don't even know how we got in that conversation, but it came up one day. And she goes, if I have to do that, she goes, I'm getting every single time I'm getting up and I'm going either outside or to the restroom. 
She goes, my husband will never, ever, ever get that from me. Like she, uh-uh. he, and I was like, I don't blame you though. Cause men are really funny when it comes to, but women are too. That, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we don't like that. We don't. And then little boys, they will do it and laugh. Like you said, Marcy, what did your brother do? He started laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what little boys do, you know? So, so yeah. yeah. But anyway, well, the, the, thank you for that interesting question. And um, I bid you all love and light. Light, light. light. What's on your radar? What's on my radar? 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 What's on your radar? I'm like, did y'all want to know? Or were y'all confused? <laughs> I'm still stuck on the last topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, this radar isn't going to make it any better. It'll probably make it worse. So what's Uh-oh. on my radar this week is Briera Tacos. Am I saying it right, my Latino followers and friends? It's B-I-R-R-I-A Tacos, Briera Tacos. It's a Mexican dish um, from the state of Halasco. Um, it's basically like a, a steamed meat. Did I say it right? Jalisco. I don't know. <laughs> that, they are too. <laughs> <laughs> but I went with my friend Steven to this place called um El Chef, El Chef, um, off of Ventura um the this past week. And they were really good. Um, they were really, really good. I, I was impressed. So that was what was on my radar this week. Marcy, what's on your radar? What's on my radar is leveling up in this 11 year that I'm in. So I've been writing down my goals. And, um, like I told you guys at the beginning, I have seven goals that I set each year. One of them is going to be to grow this podcast. I feel like, um, we have something with the three of us, the feedback we get from all of you, the feedback I get from my friends, the feedback from my family, there's a chemistry here. So you guys are going to start seeing us more doing more things. We even talked about doing, um, possibly, doing a um uh, a show was it at the beach tracy we talked about or we um, we had said the, yeah the beach yeah like doing an on location type 2lg you know like just so you guys can see us more but on my radar is growing my businesses i have um invested some money in a marijuana weed company weed business so i'm growing that everything's legal i have my licenses um, my jewelry, my Reiki, my meditation, and the podcast, all of this, you guys are going to start seeing more. That's what's on my radar, getting everything together so that I can pr- bring it to you all. Yes, Devin. I have a question, two questions, actually. First question, why each year is it seven goals? Why the number seven? Seven is the number of perfected man. So if you look in any holy book, the number seven vibrates to perfection, basically, you know, um, we have seven chakras. I mean, I can tell, I can name all the seven things, but for me, it's because seven vibrates to perfected man. Okay. So that's why I use seven. That's very interesting, Marks. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Devin. Sorry. No, no. Question number two. No, question number two. 
Uh, question number two. Um, are you Jamaican with all them jobs and businesses? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not Jamaican. <laughs> I wish I was, though. Shoot. I might be able to whine a little bit better than I do now. It would be in my blood. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> And I'm Tracy just trying to I'm trying to now. build something for my daughter. That's all. I'm just trying to build something That's for good. her to have. So That's good. Yeah. I'll her after. Um it's a it's a little it was on a personal and I was I felt like no, I don't I think I should say it on the podcast. What I was gonna you say. You can say it. I don't I will tell you if oh, I want to say no, it. No, it's personal for me. Personal for oh. me. Yeah. So it's nothing like super bad, but I just don't want to indulge that on the podcast right now at the moment. So <clears throat> But you guys, do you guys want to know what's on my radar? Damn. I mean, we asked three times. I mean. I didn't hear nothing. I hear nothing. Because <laughs> you was too busy jaw jacking. Oh, whatever. whatever. What's on your radar? Whatever. Okay, what's on my radar is, okay, you guys. <laughs> Have you, today, I'm telling you, I was driving um, back from, you know, doing, you know, errands and doing stuff that I needed to do today. And for some reason, it hit my mind because I was listening to some Zen music in, in the car as I was driving. And I'm like, wow, we have a lot of different variety of people and, and things and everything here in this country. And it's like, it's almost like I don't even appreciate it. You know what I mean? We have different variety of foods we can have. We have different variety of clothings different variety of learning different things from these, you know, different cultures that are here. And it's just, I think it's such a beautiful thing, but I feel like we don't engage enough in it, you know, learn enough from each other, engage enough from each other. And I think that that's something that we should do because, you know, you'll be, because there's a lot of different things that I like, you know, a lot of different from different cultures, you know what I mean? So, and then, then it's like, you're getting to, you get to know these people, different, how they move, how they do things, why they do it this way, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know, it's just, it was just something that hit my mind. I just thought, wow, that is so beautiful that we live in a country like that, mm-hmm. you know, and I, it's, it's very much appreciated by me, you mm-hmm. know, so that's, you know, that's all I wanted to say about that. That's what's on your radar. Yes, mine. Perfect. Well, that was our episode this week. We appreciate you guys. I hope you tune in next week. If you have any questions for us, go ahead and send us an email at 2LGThePodcast at Gmail. Or you can catch us on our socials at 2 Libras in a Gemini. And again, that's Facebook and Instagram. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>